Hello and welcome to episode 65 of the Fools on a Hill podcast, where we bring you the latest news and our expert opinion on the newest releases in the world of music. I am Cal and I am joined by my lovely co-hosts, Mr. Morell. Oh, Mr. Morell. Mr. Morell. <laughs> I'm the big stepper. I have. Mr. Morell. Well, you can fight over yourselves Fair. with... Uh, to choose which one you are. I'm joined um, by Annie and Liam. I think I'm probably more of a big stepper than Mr. Mr. Morale. Yeah. I don't fair. know which one I identify more with. You're probably Mr. Morale, mate. Yeah, more of a Mr. Morale, aren't I? I think you are. <laughs> Such as um, right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> have we had any more um, news on uh, Karis's abduction? Tale? No, and we're recording midday, so uh, you ain't getting it today either because I'm going to edit it before she gets home. Oh, Gonna keep you all on tenter hooks. Yeah. If anyone's a- if anyone's hooks. asked, message me and I'll tell you. But, uh, <laughs> but if not, wait till next week. Oh, getting ever so close to uh, Primavera. I think might be a good mm-hmm. time to maybe tell what our plan is for the release. Yes, if you could tell me again because I've forgotten. Okay, so I've forgotten too. Um, so the <laughs> <laughs> the week that um, we, me and him will be away, so I believe that will be the week beginning thirtieth. Yeah, week beginning thirtieth. Um, it's gonna be a under the needle video. Yeah, there will be one out that week. Yeah, yeah. Um, there won't be a regular episode because. We don't want to do it. No, we won't well, have time to edit it. There will it be everything. one out that week because we'll turn it the week before, won't we? Nope. That's not how it works anymore, mate. Comes out the same week oh, we record yeah. it. God, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. Well, yeah. It's all right. I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you. But just shut up next time, yeah? Um, then the um, week of... It'll be back to normal. But just... <laughs> it's just that one week. That's yeah, fun, it's just really. one week. Um, but yeah, there won't be a regular episode that week. It'll just be... Under the needle, so make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Um, and you know, you ding that bell. I'm gonna oh. get this in now, um, <laughs> so that you can be notified when that video hits the screen. The week we're back, I guess we probably won't actually do like an album spotlight and stuff, because uh, well, we'll be away until literally the night before. Um, we'll sort well, of plenty about Primavera, but there's nothing out there. Plane ride where you can listen st- to stuff on. Yeah, but, I mean, there isn't actually anything out those two weeks anyway. We picked uh, Liam Gallagher. Dead. I'm not spending my plane ride listening to Liam Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll talk about the Dead album. Uh, maybe not. But yeah, it won't, be, it won't be very music-heavy, that one. It'll be mostly pre-material. Yeah, that's fine. I'll, uh, you know, I work on my interviewing skills, and I can ask you some questions. You need Definitely. to. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> We'd all recommend that, I think, yeah. Oh, guys, 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 guys. Got one question, one question only. What's the story? We'll find out. We will find out. Eurovision happened. Hang on, I did. I was about oh. to say, but I just need to shut my door. I realise it's wide open, so it could be nice and echoey. Yanni, Eurovision happened. Yeah. Didn't it? No, I just fucking waited two seconds. <laughs> How long's your headphone cable, man? <laughs> long enough. Long enough. <laughs> we went outside the house. Um, Eurovision hey guys, happened. Eurovision. Happened. <laughs> uh, Liz, I don't know about you. Eurovision. I wasn't expecting it. 
Eurovision. I was yeah. expecting Eurovision, but I wasn't expecting the uh, the result. Not in 2020, though, Liam. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, I wasn't expecting the result uh, for the UK. Certainly not. Um, Did either of you watch it? We, yes, we both watched yeah. it together, I, actually. We didn't watch the full thing. I didn't watch it after you left, Jan. So I can't remember no. when that was. Most we, of the way through. Yeah, we started watching it together. Got to the UK, so Sam Ryder. And then I think... Me and Mole left, and we finished watching it at home, mm. um, all the way to the the bitter end. What did um, you think of the UK entrance entry song? I thought it was actually quite good. Yes, it was. It was good. The yeah. best one, by far, was, was, was Spain. Was... Hands down, <laughs> Spain, Spain was um, the best in every sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I prefer not to speak on that matter. Um, <laughs> I also oh liked I liked Sweden's as well. Sweden's was a good tune. Yeah, it wasn't really. I just can't remember any of them. So, but there was one that was—I can't remember the names of the countries who did them. But there was the one with the three sisters, Iceland. That no, was oh, the, like a, a folk. Uh, no, an, yeah. Uh, yeah, an Icelandic. And the thing where they looked at the cameras at the same time and all that. Yeah. that was really, I enjoyed that. That was a good time. Yeah. What did you think uh, of the Rasmus's song? It was mad that the Rasmus were there. I, I know. That's what I, I like the first. Eyes. First songs I remember liking that one of the first in the shadows. In the shadows, what yeah. a tune! What a tune. tune! I thought that was all right. To be fair, that song Jezebel, um, uh, it was all right. It was, yeah, it wasn't great, but it was it was all right. Um, but yeah, I couldn't believe it when we were second. Um, I couldn't believe that France and Germany gave us points. I know. I couldn't believe that uh, Germany didn't get any points either. It wasn't the best song, but it was better than some of it, them. Mm. His performance wasn't great. Nah, but he he played the instruments. There was, there was loop pedals involved. That that impressed me. Oh, was he yeah. the Dominic Fike? Yeah, Wish. Dominic Fike looking one. Yeah. Oh, um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, also funny that um, Ukraine gave us twelve, and I don't think we gave the Ukraine any. <laughs> In like same our... with Pol- same with Poland. <laughs> um, yeah, Poland. Did that, that that made me laugh. Um, but yeah, uh, we won. We if, uh, we won. Uh, I'm not quite sure. We won. If it wasn't as, as humanity, goal, we won. We won. Fair. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, so congratulations, Sam Ryder. Um, big up. Beautiful locks. Beautiful beard. Um, beautiful voice. Beautiful voice. Um, beautiful man apparently as well. <laughs> He's very nice to people. Is yeah. what I've heard. Um, and also Graham Norton highlight. Always of, of any occasion that he's Always. part of, really yeah. fantastic. He just does not want to be there <laughs> <laughs> and takes the piss out of every single country. It's hilarious. I didn't realize that he was actually there. Yeah, I didn't know that until I saw that picture with him and uh, with him and Mika. Yeah, uh, great per- wow. performance by the way. Great performance. By um, not good enough that we, uh, yeah, not good enough that we decided to keep the new song on the list for today. I mean, absolutely, the, the lowest part of that performance was that <laughs> yeah. song. Yeah, percent. Tell you what, though, you can still hold a crowd. Yeah, um, that new uh, Mika song, I did want to just say, because I did make notes about it, Drag Race tune, and yes, I use that derogatively. (laughs) It's it's not even good enough for Drag Race. Uh, Maybe. But anyway, next story. Um, (laughs) Na-na-na. How are we we here? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, let someone tell what the fucking story is. I don't know. But... This is the first time I've heard about this. So Endubs are apparently back. Uh, they are touring the UK 
and they are releasing a new tune in two days as we are recording on Thursday. Uh, that will be called Charmer. Did anyone ask for this? No. Is no. it a cover of Kings of Leon? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so good. Is it? It's the original trio, I'm guessing. No it is, yeah. Faser, Talisa and Dappy. Oh, I don't know who wants this, but I'm sure. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. They had some mm. great tunes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really denying that. Excited, eh? Really good. It just yeah. does not, it doesn't belong in 2022, though. <laughs> no, no, no. We've moved on. As a society, really we progressed. Or progressed. Who knows? Oh. Who knows? Uh, last bit of news. Power the TD, the man. He's back. Fucking come whoop, on! Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> the boy. Uh, he's announced the album last night in the bittersweet. It's coming out July first. I think he recently did a gig in Leadmill as well. He did, which is uh, at risk. So, you know, get your money out, people with money. <laughs> buy it. Get your money I'm out. not going to buy it. Someone else buy it. Um, yeah, uh, we're going to cover two tracks, which I was shocked Whoa. about that he released. Mm-hmm. Two bloody tracks. Um, so we'll get right into that in the next section. We've aptly called Hot Off The Press. First off, it's the second part EP. Is a bad way of saying this. From the band The Blinders. Yeah. Uh, Electric Kool-Aid. But dust. Um, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to talk about it. I haven't got many notes about this. Other cool. than it's what you'd expect. Yes, this is definitely more like The Blinders than Part 1 was. Um, they kind of seem to have gone back to their original style. That is evident on Ritual of the Crocodile Man, the opening track. I actually really like that song, though. Uh, other than that, the two the two new ones, Images and Acid Bath, were only okay, I thought. But Fight For It, that is a, that is a big tune. I like that one quite a bit. We did that one before, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were at it live. Yeah, well, yeah. indeed. I, I didn't actually listen to the CPM, sorry. You've been. In the interest of time saving, <sighs> I listened to the first song and I was like, I don't need to. And it turns out I was right. I yeah, you don't need to. You you were right, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, you were right. I'm often uh, right. No. Uh, Regressive Left uh, uh, releasing a song called Bad Faith. We're going to listen to it. We have listened to it. Um, that was how fast it was to listen to it. Um, Second. I thought this was all right. A bit sort of like Viagra Boys, is he? Um, but mm. musically. Um, there's quite I a couple of mean. bands that are doing this sort of style at the moment. Um, the only sort of interesting bit for me uh, was sort of like the vocal delivery. Um, but apart from that, I wasn't really that bothered by it. Yeah, I um, I see what you mean about the Viagra Boys. Um, I also agree with the vocal delivery. I enjoyed this probably more than it sounds like you did. Uh, mm. and, I didn't I have a good week, you know. I didn't Sorry? have a good week with, with this music. I, I didn't really find myself enjoying a lot. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty pretty with you there, uh, Yanni. Other than the albums, but we'll get to them later. I'm actually uh, I think I enjoyed quite a few of these singles. Fair play. This regressive left tune sounds exactly like what I thought it would sound like based on what we've previously heard from them. Uh, I d- didn't mind it. It was okay. That's me, Donna. How did you not know that that was the end of my sentence? What was that Either mean? of you. Well, I knew it was. I thought Liam had more to say. 
Well, no, well, Callum cut across me and I was pretty much done anyway, so, yeah. Oh, well, that's it then. Julia Jacqueline um, has released a song, Lydia Wears a Cross. This is from her upcoming album, which I don't know the name of. Sorry. Pre-pleasure, um, maybe? Um... That's what it says on the single art. Pre-pleasure. Yes, that sounds familiar. Pre-pleasure. We're going to go with that one. I'll lock it in. Um, it's uh, the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire music. Um, yeah, Lydia wears a cross. Does she? Uh, she's been to three Holy Communions this week. Whoa. <laughs> That's more than enough. For anyone. So, so you want, she's been blessed a lot by that. Bridge. I think <laughs> even Jesus would want to be somewhere else. Uh, yes. Um, I could appreciate that I found this a bit boring. However, I feel like it's just because I was having a bad time with listening to all the songs this week because I thought the vo- the solid uh, what I thought the vocals were solid, <laughs> um, and I found myself thinking that I wish the drums came in earlier than they did. But I was skipping through the track, and I feel like had it have been a week where I was more um, happy. <laughs> Uh, and mm. wanting to listen to tracks, I probably would have enjoyed this song a lot more. So I am going to revisit this. But when I listened to it, I thought it was just a little bit, yeah, a bit boring. I but completely agree with good. you. Yeah, I completely agree with you there, Yanni. I thought the song itself was pretty meh, but the melody was beautiful. I really like that. That really hooked me in, and I thought the vocals were great as well. But uh, I don't know how much I want to return to this song. But maybe I will. Maybe I'm like you. Maybe I was just not feeling it. Yeah, I thought that the build-up was a bit slow as well. I think it could have come in a bit earlier. But I really enjoyed it when it kind of kicked up a bit. I think the voice was really good. And I also really enjoyed the melody. It reminds me a bit of um, Clara's last album. Soundtrack, some of the stuff like that. Um, yeah, really enjoyed it. I, I put it on just because it says Lydia, to be honest. And then I listened to it. I, I thought like, you would. No, sorry, I didn't put it on the list. I listened to it because it said Lydia. And I was like, oh, I'm going to put this on there. What's weird about this track is that I actually listened to this last week or like the day after we recorded our last podcast because I, I also saw the name and was like, <laughs> I'll give it a listen. Um, I didn't grab it then. So maybe my point about it being mayor was, uh, it's valid, you know. Um, moving I don't on. think it's mad. I think it's good. Well, you can be wrong sometimes, mate. Um, Viagra Boys is have released a new track. Um, this one is called Troglodyte. I didn't really care for this. I enjoyed this as I kind of do enjoy these kind of more hectic Viagra Boys songs. I don't think there's anything particularly stand out about it. Um, I do Are we like... talking about the same band, sorry? Viagra Boys is? Yes. That's, sorry. Yeah. sorry, yeah. I had a bit of, a, a bit of stuff. Um... <laughs> Uh, I do like some of the kind of times when he sang. I'm doing this. I can't actually remember what I'm talking about, but I remember thinking this that I like the way he sang Troglodyte and some of the points of the song. If you listen to it, you might pick up what I'm talking about because I don't remember. But yeah, I think this is all right. I think this is still um, a decent song. And if every other song on this album is like this, I think it'll be a decent album. I agree with you there, Liam. It was decent, but it didn't really hold up to the last single that we covered, which we all really liked. Um, it was it, I liked the frantic nature of it as well, but I don't know. It didn't set me well tonight. 
Oh, he's used it. Yeah. Take that off your bingo card. Yeah. Um, next, we have uh, a name card. of a band that I do not know how to pronounce. Um, Manaskin or Monaskin? Is it? Right. Okay, they... <laughs> yeah, with the song Supermodel. Um, this was the winner of, of, was it last year or the year before? Last year's. Last year's uh, Eurovision uh, from Italy. Um, don't know why I did the accent. Sorry. Um, I thought that this was not good. Uh, my points exactly were, is this just a leftover Red Hot Chili Peppers guitar track from Stadium yeah. Arcadian? Um, and then when it got into it, I just thought it's it's been too popified to be good. Mm, yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. I thought the guitar also sounded like Smells Like Teen Spirit, which uh, isn't great. But originally, I got Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah. vibes from it. Um, I think his voice is great. Um, the tune itself has good parts to it. Uh, it's good ideas, but I don't like the way it's been mixed. Um, and without sounding a bit dodgy, because I know this isn't their first language, some of the rhymes and uh, lyrics are just not not it. But but you know, yeah, what say this. if you're going to speak English, speak it properly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or oh, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I agree with you all basically. Um, I think if it was the popified, but it would have been slightly better. I think it was fine. Yeah, is my is my kind of takeaway. Yeah, it's a good one. Good. It was. Um... <laughs> I don't know why that came out like that. I was actually agreeing uh, with you. It just sounded. No, I was actually agreeing. Yeah, it's good one. <laughs> it's so, so yeah. sarcastic. Good, yeah. <laughs> um, it's just my natural tone these days. Sorry. It was. It was produced by Max Martin, or at least he had a hand in it. And Max Martin is one of the sort of like the biggest pop song producer. So I feel like they've done that as like a good stepping stone for them, but it's just backfires because he's made it too polished, too clean. So fresh, so clean, clean. Uh, moving on, we have the song by... Two songs, oh my God, Shock Horror, by our boy, Paolo Nutini. Uh, he's not our boy, he's, he's Scottish. I wish um, he was. We can't claim to, to have him. Um, first off, it's Through the Echoes. Sorry? <laughs> echoes, echoes. <laughs> uh, this is a bit good. It's this unbelievable. is a great song. Um, I did get um, fucking what's the go with candy on? What's that album called? Sunny side up. Sunny side up. I did get that those kind of vibes from this. There's a bit more beach vibes or little little beach hut. <laughs> I don't know. That's the kind of vibe I get when I listen to Sunny Side Up. Okay. Um, but I got those kind of vibes from it. Um, very, very powerful, as you'd expect, vocal performance from our boy Paolo. Um, and yeah, just a, a great, great song. Goes in ways you wouldn't expect to go. When he ramps up every time he sings mm. through the echoes, you, I didn't expect him to do it. It's just, I don't know why I'm surprised by how good this is, but I am yeah. still surprised. His vocals mm. are out of this world. His vocals are somewhere near Taylor Swift in the ether right now. They're that good. Yeah, that's somewhere. Yeah, Going up to her, not down. This is already like skipped Just to like one of my <laughs> skipped to the like near the top of my fave Palmy team song. Sure, this is such a good song. Um, I don't love the through the echoes like 
up and up it goes kind of thing. I wish that fits in a little bit more interesting, but vocally it's it's unbelievable. But like the verses and stuff are just like and the music and all the rest of it, gorgeous. It's bloody gorgeous. Reminds me a bit of Cat Stevens sounding, uh, which is nice. The nice side of Paolo. I think I've uh, <laughs> established just through two albums uh, that if your album artwork features a grainy picture of you sat near all your instruments that are laid out um, yeah. scattered about in your room, I'll probably like it. Yeah. So just Actually, two albums. Three albums. Yeah, um, you've got lonerism, panic prevention. Oh, four then. Because then um, you've also got a deeper understanding where there's loads of instruments sort of scattered about on the album course, cover. Yeah. Um, and then this, of course. So don't let me down, Paolo. Um, moving on. That's right, there's two that I've said. It's Lose It. Um, this was a bit weird. Yes, um, but I'm also glad that it was because I wouldn't have wanted, like, it's hard to say. I'm glad that this wasn't like the lead single because I'd have been a bit like, whoa. But I'm glad to know that it's. This will probably be the only song like this on the record. But yeah, I got I'm glad to know that there is one on there that is kind of like this. Um, I thought it was a bit too long. Uh, it didn't really do it for me that much, but it, I might grow to love it. I just wasn't really expecting it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, same. To be honest. Yeah. I, I yeah the, the on subsequent listens I enjoyed them more than the first time, uh, but yeah, I agree it's too long, uh, especially if it's going to be the only one of that nature. It feels like it should be more of a um, in between song. If that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see if there's any more. I didn't realise how this is it like quite in the middle of the album. I think when I was looking. Uh, yeah, I was, gonna, was just about to say I didn't realise how many songs are going to be on this album. Actually, how many? Sixteen. Yeah, I mean, I've wanted a Paolo Nutini album for like eight years at this point. I'm not going to complain, but that just seems <laughs> excessive. Is that when the last? What was that last album called? Iron Sky. Or was that the song? Caustic Love was nine, uh, Love 2013, was I think. So yeah, 2014. Oh, 2014. Yeah. That long. Mental in it. Bloody mental. <laughs> <laughs> um, crack cloud. Oh, please yourself, crack cloud. Talk about it, boys. Um, this did nothing for me whatsoever. Uh, musically, there were some interesting parts, but the vocals were painful. I am um, complete opposite. I I enjoyed this one quite a lot. But music was really interesting. Where it went was interesting. I get that the vocals aren't the best, but I quite like the sound of his voice. And obviously the backing vocals work really well in there as well. So I quite like this. Sorry. It's all right, mate. It's what it's what we're here for. Yeah, Yanni. I I thought this song was annoying. (laughs) (laughs) There we have it. Next up, we've got Ye, Kanye, Kanye West. Uh, take your pick with Life of the Party, which I believe is a YouTube exclusive. Is that correct? When Um, I put it on, it was only on YouTube. Yes. Well, uh, yes, um, it this, is. This was all right. Um, I, honestly, I listened to this in passing as I was setting up. Um, it it didn't really do much for me, but it it seemed quite nice. It, you know, I believe it was released on American Mother's Day as a tribute to Donda. So, big up, Mister Yay. 
Um, well, I would say big up, but um, this song has actually been out already um, a couple of months huh. ago or a month ago. Um, oh, and it actually featured uh, Andre 3000, one of the goats. Um, oh. And this is without for some reason, he's just cut uh, Andre 3000's verse out, which oh. is, was actually a very touching and more appropriate Mother's Day kind of verse. Um, so was this on Donda 2 then? Um, uh, maybe not too well, sure. I retract maybe. my big up, Mr. Yay. Big down, Mr. Yay. Big down. Yeah. Um, it's usually I, safe just you to know not what? give him the bigger. Yeah, um, it's, it's a good song either way. Um, you know, it's nice instrumentally, it's great. Um, Kanye sounds good on it. Um, but knowing what Andre 3000 did on it, which was considerably better, um, it's just a bit of a shame that he's decided to condense it. I mean, it obviously it makes the song a bit more, um, well, I can't think of any other words, but condensed and refined, I suppose, um, instead of it just going on a bit and meandering. But it's just a bit of a shame to cut Andre 3000 out. It wasn't on Donda 2. Uh-huh. It wasn't on Donda 2 and it's also not on Donda. I don't know. So uh, probably just an unreleased good. track then. But Oh, no, sorry, it was, on, it was on the really. first Donda. First it was on the first Donda. Oh, well, I don't remember that. No, it wasn't actually on it. I don't think it was. It's here on the, unless it's on the Donda Deluxe version, but it's the fourth song on it listed. So. Ah, right. Yeah, sorry. No, it is on the... Yeah, what the fuck's going on? Kanye, what are you doing? Why <laughs> Why are we covering it? Yeah, but why? Anyway. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's just move on quickly from this. Unless, yes. Jamie, you want to say something fast? No. Fast? Okay. Um, <laughs> the uh, You've missed the opportunity. The Land yeah. Society have released a song which is called Blood Money. I did not enjoy this. I thought it was not good. Well, this was why I said in the Kanye one, uh, it's not shame, mate. I was going to lead on to this because I think this sounds very much like shame, but not great shame. It was all right. Didn't really do much for me, though. Yeah, it's a mix between like shame and ice age. Um, mm. no, I'm not even I suppose. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's just kind of like a lot of songs that are out and about at the moment. But I think we need to like kind of, you know, kick, uh, cut back, cull some of these bands, just kill them. You know, <laughs> against the wall. Get rid of some of them just so we can weed through and, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, it's the return of My Chemical Romance. Who would have thought? Once again. Yeah. <laughs> um, the song is The Foundations of Decay. Um, unfortunately, it didn't decay fast enough because we still had to listen to the song. Um, this was shocking in every way. Um, <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I don't want to spend too much time on this. Uh, yeah, I've never been a My Chemical Romance fan. But even I know this is shit in comparison to their other stuff. So, uh, so yeah. Sorry for putting it on. I just thought it might be a semi-big release. Well, not to be a contrarian. Um, I actually <laughs> thought this was all right. I thought it was pretty good. It's definitely Fucking not hell, My yeah. Chemical Romance. It's so far removed from like anything they've released before, as far as I'm aware. Um, I thought it sounded pretty all right. For that kind of music. It's not particularly my style, but... Liam, sort yourself out, mate, please. Um, moving on, Jack Johnson with the song Meet the Moonlight. Um, might be a shock horror, 
beautiful track. Well, I'd like to, to preface that I originally listened to this and somehow managed to skip through the song without hearing any vocals, which I think is quite impressive because since going back, there's so many vocals. Um, I really honestly have no idea how I did it. Um, it I was... just did it now, to be fair. I skipped about six points in and then get the lyrics anyway. So. Well, fair play then. But I, th- I think it, it was it was extremely nice. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed listening to it, but it just didn't really do anything for me, really. It was exactly what I was expecting. But uh, it was it it was a really nice track, just just not really my scene. Yeah, Yanni, I agree with you. I think it's beautiful. That's a key word here. I think it's beautiful. And the guitar is lovely. The vocals, mm, some yeah, of the best nice. Jack Johnson vocals. Um, sounded great. And yeah, lovely song. Well, that's fun. Um, next we have Ty Seagal. Um, with the song Saturday Part 2 um, what did I say um, <laughs> oh wasn't very uh, uh, in the mood for listening to this one I can tell by my notes I thought it was alright um, but yeah I just didn't want to listen to it it really it really upset me um, the mix of this originally because his vocals are very heavily panned to the right then the like, guitars are on the left, and then it moves to the centre. And um really just annoyed me. <laughs> yeah, I thought musically there was some, there was some good ideas going on, but uh, it was just a slog. I think, again, I, I think this kind of suffered with us having to kind of cram stuff in as we're recording earlier today, but I did not like this track, really. Um, again, Mr. Contrarian over here, I really enjoyed this one. Maybe I was in a better mood than you guys, but um, yeah, Maybe. I thought it was a very nice, nice song again. I thought the horn, horns were really good. Um, I thought it was quite good vocally as well. Yeah. I liked it, yeah. I liked it. Well, based on Yanni's uh, damning um, thoughts on the Tysigal one, saying that you weren't in the mood for it, I am not excited for your thoughts on... Sinead O'Brien's new track, well, Multitudes. I had no idea this was on here until looking at it just now. So, oh, brilliant. Was it only added on last night or something? Or uh, literally this morning, I should have said. but uh, okay. uh, Yeah, well. you should have. Um, don't so, listen to it, Yanni. You'll, you'll hate it. Uh, even I don't really like this one. Um, and we all know that I quite like Sinead O'Brien. Um, I like the part where it got heavier in what I assume was like the middle eight. Um, but I hated that it went back to the more boring part afterwards. Um, I yeah, that is of... a boring track, I'm afraid. Yeah. yeah, it was boring, but it also kind of feels like it should be the closer on the album, and it's not. There's one after it. It kind of feels like a satisfying conclusion when it goes back to the the so-called boring part after the heavy middle eight. But, um, but no, this is not it. I'm afraid this is definitely my least favorite release thus far from Sinead. I actually, yeah. <laughs> wow. Surprise, surprise. Uh, the vocal, I'm, I'm kind of done now with the vocals. It, I no longer find it interesting. But musically, I find, I thought this was really nice. Like, a really, like, and the, the build-up of anything was, like, kind of, not the least favourite part, but the actual slower part for me was very enjoyable. Um, Like, the strings and stuff coming in and out, I thought it was really good. Definitely the best part of the song, and definitely the best instrumental of the new songs from the new album, I thought, for sure. Fair play. Liam, 
there's something wrong with you, boy. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I mean, we're going to cover in a few, a couple of these albums coming up, but um, I did quite like slow kind of uh, musical song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. That's the hot of the press section done and dusted. Uh, we've got a chonky uh, next section for you. Um, may as well retitle it at this point. It's not just one. It's not two. Certainly not three. It's a fucking orgy of albums in this next section. We're going to have to call it the Albums Spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> Alas, we are here in the aptly titled Albums Spotlight. Um, Good name. We are kind of going back to what we used to do when we uh, had motivation for this podcast, where we all listen to an individual album as well as all the singles and a collective album spotlight. Uh, that was a stupid idea, wasn't it, boys? Idiotic. We used um, to do that in Hot Off The Press as well, so we've actually fucked up a little bit. Yeah, but, you know, we're... we're Go with the times and all that shit. But there was four albums released that we thought we should all cover. Um, and I'm going to start with The Smile, something I rarely do, uh, with their album, A Light for Attracting Attention. We've listened to, I think we've listened to all of their singles. Um, we missed the first one, I think. You're we like missed the first one. We didn't cover. Oh, I didn't know that was a single, so fair play. Um I'll just go through track by track very quickly. Uh, the same set a great tone for the album. It worked very well. The opposite had a fucking naughty riff. Uh, You'll Never Work in Television Again struck me as being like the most kind of early Radiohead song. I didn't know how true that was because I've not listened to much early Radiohead. Uh, Panavision, uh, the, vo- the vocals were haunting and I thought that was absolutely beautiful. The Smoke... Uh, I wasn't asked about this when it was released, but I've grown to love it. The bass is tip-top. Speech Bubbles was extremely thematic and had a beautiful ending. Thin Thing, we covered, I think that was last week, was uh, one of the highlights of the record for me. The synth slash guitar thing um, is just absolutely incredible. Uh, Open the Floodgates was kind of the first track on the record that I just... Didn't really have anything to say on. That didn't do anything for me in, the, in at all. Uh, Free of the Knowledge, beautiful. Absolutely stunning. Probably along with Thin Thing, my favourite on the record. Um, a Hairdryer, the drum machine was, uh, was tipped up. That was very good. And the vocals overlapping towards the end was very enjoyable, but the song itself was far too long. Uh, waving a White Flag, didn't really care for that one. Uh, we Don't Know What Tomorrow Brings. Uh, my notes say yes chief this is top 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 notch so must have enjoyed that Uh, I thought it was very much needed after quite a few slower ones Um, and then final one skirting on the surface was a pleasant ender but I don't really think it warranted that position over many of them on the record so overall fucking really enjoyed this you know Um, I think if, if I listen to this more than I have. I think this could genuinely border on a five out of five. Um, I don't know if we're doing our old hot off the press rating. I was going to ask you. Four out of five. 
yeah, this is a four out of five for me. I'm going to order it on record. I really, really, really like this record. Wow. Hot I'm, damn. Quite, I'm quite surprised. I, I, listened to, I listened to at least half of this uh, mm. album. Uh, it got a bit, there was some that were a bit more frantic and stuff that was interesting, but some of like kind of the slow ones just kind of got a bit boring for me. And I'm surprised given your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? As in like a bad, a negative comment, your, your, give someone a critique. Some of your critiques, <laughs> sorry, of the uh, some of the, of the singles and stuff. Uh, well, not just the singles from this album, is... but some of the other singles from this week. Is that yeah, well, the singles this week I've crammed into this morning, the albums I've listened to over the week. So I've kind of okay. been able to digest them a bit more and appreciate them for what they are which is probably something I should start doing more, but, you know, busy boy. Uh, but overall, this album, oh, I just, I love it. And I've started listening to a bit more Radiohead this week, which I think has contributed to the fact that oh, I really fun. enjoyed, uh, really enjoyed this album. Yeah. In Rainbows. True, true sad boy. Superb. Two point. Yeah, true sad boy. Next, Liam. It's me next. Or Yanni, do you have anything to say on this album? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay, bro. <laughs> Um, this is a photograph by Kevin Morby is the album I listened to this week uh, twice didn't give it enough time I completely agree with myself on that point um, the long awaited follow up from to Sundowner from 2020 was it? I know it was your long time it is. <laughs> um, this album definitely picks the pace up a little bit from that album uh introduces a lot more kind of musical elements there's a lot more going on in most of the songs it was a very kind of sparse album sundana uh if you remember from my original review i said that word um this is like different. nothing happens uh, yeah sure uh i haven't made ind- individual notes so i'll go over the songs from what i remember um but it starts off with an intro this is a good intro this is a good like um we always talk about like interludes and stuff where they're pointless. We had one on Arcade Fire last week. It was like fucking pointless. Um, but this one, I think, serves a purpose. As in, it kind of, towards the end of the intro, starts to play the next song, which is This Is A Photograph, which works well. It also means that This Is A Photograph starts at a point that you'd want to start when you listen to it individually, if that makes sense. But within the album, it makes a lot more sense. Uh, this Is A Photograph, obviously, is a great tune. Cover that as a single. Um, just a good moving song. Uh, random act of kind, a, ra- a random ca- okay, <laughs> a random act of kindness. Uh, also a great tune. Cover that as a single. Um, just a very beautiful kind of soft, but still kind of instrumentally uh, not sparse. Um, uh, I had a word in my head then. It was a really good one. But you'd say around plants, that the plants are very kind of, uh, you know, it's uh, a rainforest is very, it's going to be an F. Uh, someone can tell me. Full. <laughs> yeah, very full. Um, then we move into Bittersweet Tennessee um, with Erin Ray. Uh, I really like this one. This uh, We're moving back to Sundana territory of this. Which, you know, mm. no surprise, I enjoyed. I enjoyed that album quite a lot. Um, but I, um, yeah, I thought the songs were really nice. I thought the, the melody was beautiful. Uh, I thought Aaron, Roy, Aaron Ray's voice was really nice. And the banjo, Schumann's banjo, um, was also very 
enjoyed that. Um, the next couple songs, again, quite sparse, sundownery, still enjoyable in, in my books. Some of the additional instrumentation, again, just adds to that style of song. Then we get Rock Bottom, which was a single, rocking. Um, and then the, the rest of the songs, again, are kind of sundownery, I'll say. Um, already stand out from the second half is Five Easy Pieces. It was really nice one. But in general, if you're a fan of Kevin Morby, whether that's Sundowner or any of the previous albums, I think you'll enjoy this album. It's got a good mix of kind of what's come before. If you are a new listener, I can see how it's possibly boring. Um, but I didn't find it. I didn't find it boring. But I really enjoyed it. For me, this is a solid four out of five. Good shit. Liam, I'm just going to throw some F words at you and just let me know if any of them stick. Please. Okay. Uh, fat. I think, no. I think it's got a sh uh, sound in it somewhere. Fertile? No. Fruitful? No. Um, I could be pronouncing this wrong. Uh, probably am. Uh, fe- it's spelt F-E-C-U-N-D. Fe- fecund? Fecund? Um, no, it wasn't fecund, no. Uh, the sund. Flourishing. Flourishing. Do you know what? Luscious was the word I was looking for. Oh, that well known F word. Luscious. Like a luscious forest. Maybe there's another word. By the way, I did search. What I searched was opposite of sparse, and I got the Berrien Webster website. There's a very, very bad word that's used on this that I I definitely can't say. but feels unnecessary to include it on this, I think. Do you want to maybe send it in the group chat? On what website? Yeah, uh, Merriam oh, Webster. Yeah. Merriam Webster. Oh, you said Merriam? Well, I thought it was some sort of... Uh... Oh, okay, yeah, I, I can see the word. That is an old... That's a, a normal word. Well, still send on... it, Yanni, because I would like to know. Um. Anyway, while you do that, I will throw my two cents into the ring about Please. this album. Uh, as we know, this is a photograph and a random act of kindness. Two absolutely fantastic tunes. That was all undone by Bittersweet Tennessee. Uh, really, really hated that one. Uh, not going to lie to you. Awful. Uh, it wasn't awful, but it, I just did not like it. Uh, a Coat of Butterflies was very school assembly. Um, rock Bottom was, again, that was that was very good. And I'm devastated that the whole album didn't really take that direction um but out of all the slow ones five easy pieces that was that was really really good i really enjoyed that track well, so overall think. much better than sundowner i think you should that's progression i think you may enjoy some of the older albums. i've said this before i think i might yeah but i don't really i don't think i've ever gone about my life thinking oh do you know what i'm gonna put a kevin morby album on Although, no, this is a photograph and a wrapped about to kindness are now going to be floating about in my everyday life, just so we know. Oh, lovely. Not the album, the, 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 the single. Yanni, send Yanni, this did... fucking picture. I'm, I'm on tenter up here. I'm using my phone. It's inappropriate. Yeah. Yanni, oh, did you what's listen the website? to this? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we promoting this website? Just type Mary... in opposite of sparse and yeah. Merriam-Webster. Okay, got it. This is, we don't need... Yanni, Play along at home. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to be covering very Sorry. sparsely. Did you not listen to Kevin Morby? 
No, not at all. Oh. Anna be covering very sparsely. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, the Black Keys album, uh, Dropout Booty. Um, now, of course, we've heard two songs before this, which we've covered, Wild Child and It Ain't Over. Um, I was very favourable towards It Ain't Over, um, and I still am In uh, upon listening to the album. I'm going to be honest with you, not done individual notes, so it's going to be a very brief overview of the whole thing. Um, just to pick out a standout track um, that isn't It Ain't Over would be How Long... Um, Beautiful, beautiful. Um, same kind of vibes as the song from Brothers. Uh, what is it called? Never gonna give you up. Kind yeah. of not as um, not as musically um, lush. <laughs> but, lush. Um... <laughs> lush. Oh, that's luscious. Yeah, not as musically lush, but um, still. A uh, beautiful track. Um, the rest of them, very what you'd expect. It's Black Keys, um, although a bit more heavy, I thought, in this album. I, I didn't really hear much of a listen to um, High Low, Low High, whatever it's fucking called. I can't remember what it was called. Um, yeah, was it even called that? Um, and I didn't listen to Delta Cream, although Liam's opinion says I should. Um, that's it's a bit of an outstander that one I guess given that it's all covers it's very bluesy yeah but um, but, but yeah I don't know like there's there was a lot more uh, heavy guitar some like drop D kind of tunings I picked out from this um, I think it was Baby I'm Coming Home um, where I picked that up Happiness um, is quite oh and maybe Happiness was the one then um, yeah, and it, it was happiness, actually, you're right. Um, but yeah, uh, this features uh, Billy F. Givens on one of the tracks called Good Love. Um, uh, yeah, but there's not really much more I've got to say on this album. It's typical sort of Black Keys, really. Um, it's kind of a bit like their old stuff, but a bit more polished produ- production-wise. Um, although there were hints of uh, like past albums, like the I think your team is looking good. The drum sound of that sounded a bit like the brothers' sort of drum sound. If I've got the right track there, sort of crunchy um, drums. But yeah, I don't know, as you can tell, I've not really given much thought or time to this album. Um, but if you are going to briefly listen to it, or you don't have long to listen to the album in full, listen to It Ain't Over and How Long because they're the best tracks. Yeah. Um, I kind of agree with what you said there, Jan. Um, I, I did like Wild Child as well. That's a good a good track. But How Long was definitely a standout other than It, it Ain't Over. I was disappointed overall, though, which was quite sad. Yeah, me too. I just found it pretty boring. Yeah. A bit lackluster. Um, That's a good word. Yeah, same. Being. Um, yeah, just like a follow on from that low high album, really, which I also thought exactly the same of. Um, yeah, I just kind of think like, is do they do they do they need to keep putting out music if it's just going to be this now? Like, there wasn't just nothing stand out about any of these songs, really. The answer is no. It's just stop, um, boys. Just quit. 
but they it's a lot like they are following the same sort of suitors like their inspiration these blues rock kind of things they don't change <laughs> really do they um they just non-stop put out albums um but uh, i mean you know it, music is is not something you're forced to listen to so even if they release an album and it has two good tracks or one good track you've got one good track you, you can listen to if you want to and you don't have to listen to the rest no one's forcing you to listen to anything you don't want to listen to and Thank please you. bear that in mind uh moving forward as we have our, our main album spotlight um kendrick lamar uh, because there are some things in this which some people may not agree with uh which we're not going to delve into <laughs> we don't have we are a, unqualified a toe in that pond um but yeah, um, we're going to cover Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and the Big Steppers. That's the little jingle we're going to have just for that little transition there. Um, boys, did we make individual notes for the tracks? Uh, no. Yes, but they dwindled. Okay, because I've got the occasional odd note. So we'll go through it track by track and try and pick out things as best we can. Liam's going to listen to this as we go along. Um, and got a general vibe the album, really. he's got a general vibe um, so, starting okay. with United in Grief from disc one um, strong opener in my opinion oh. um, yes I like the uh, the vocals at the start um, they come back in in Count Me Out I believe yeah they do Um yeah, good, good opener, I think. Sets the tone, right? Sadly, this is one of my favourites of the record. So when yeah. I first heard I this, understand. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. But uh, I was disappointed by some of them. But this one individually, um, oh, oh, yeah, the uh, the fast drums, that, 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 just that whole se- segment, section was fucking incredible. Oh, just everything about that. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, and the shit. piano. Yeah. <gasps> Great. It's just, there's no yeah. there's, there's no words I can say that do that justice. It's just noises that I can do. I'm <laughs> saying this. I, think I, um, I enjoyed this. I quite enjoyed this song. I don't know. Quite enjoyed it. Good. Quite. And then move on to N95. Um, this is one of the ones off the album. There's a couple like this where it's a bit more e- easier to listen to mm. in terms of the musicality of it, like trap beats, basically, um, repeated sort of hooks and stuff like that. Um, it's all right. It's not my favorite. Um, I will say to be honest, while we before we properly get into everything the often Kendrick Lamar albums do take me a while to fully appreciate and get into. Yeah. I've never been like first week. Yeah. Love it. It's always, always taken some time. Um, of course I need my opinion fed to me by Anthony Fantano. Otherwise, how will I know if I like it? Well, yeah, um, he did release that opinion this morning, did he? Uh, which I have avoided before. Recording. Okay, good. Um, did you get a score at least? No, I didn't. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all right. It's a bit more like the damn style kind of thing, in my opinion, this one. Um, yeah, I think this a bit one... bit regressive. It, this one kind of sounds like it's 
probably written and recorded around the same time that him and Baby Keem did Family Ties. Um, there's there's a certain part that sounds like it's but basically just taken from that tune. Um, I thought it was good. It, I could understand why it's been released as like the first quote-unquote single of the record. There's been a video released for it. I could understand that. Um, it's not like humble levels of uh, first single, but uh, it, it, it's all right. It does the job for me. I think it's good. Hmm. Um, I Yeah, I just Ian. don't really... Um, I think there might be a massive delay, if I'm being honest, between us all. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I just didn't really like it particularly much at all. It's just not my kind of... <laughs> not my style at all. Uh, cool. Moving on, Worldwide Steppers. I like the instrumental part of this. It was quite well, it was pounding, <laughs> so it's quite relentless kind of thing. Um, and the lyrical content um, is quite funny, <laughs> although probably not intentionally, um, where he's talking about having sex with a white lady. Um, <laughs> that was quite funny. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's not really one that I'd probably heal back and listen to out of choice. Uh, I completely agree. I didn't really care for this one, but I, I also found it quite funny when he was talking about fucking a white woman. Because <laughs> you know, mirrors, mirrors. We can all relate to that. <laughs> uh, um, next, we've got Die Hard, which. I think is a good mainstream banger. Uh, I could imagine it being played pretty much everywhere in a in a few few weeks or month or whatever. But it's not really my kind of thing, which is a shame. But I can see oh. what he's going for, and he does it too. I um I quite liked it. I liked how it was a bit of a change. To be honest, it you know it it's it's easy listening compared to the other tracks. Really, it's not as a abrasive or as noxious obnoxious as N95 with those constant hi-hats all the time um, it's a bit more chilled um, and the hooks are nice it's just easy listening like I say I reckon Liam um, yeah sorry I just noticed it all dusty it looks like it crashed but I think it's moving again um I yeah, I quite enjoyed this one actually. Blast, I assume is how you pronounce that. Um I like his vocals. I thought it was good. Uh, yeah. yeah, quite a good song. An enjoyable song. Um moving on. Father Time. Um really like this. Great instrumental. Sampha was a great inclusion on this. Um and the message behind it is also well it's Kendrick Lamar so obviously it's going to be good but it's a very uh, good message behind the lyrics I liked it as a as a whole thing but I didn't really take it in enough to dissect it I'm afraid so I've got nothing to say but I did enjoy this one this was this was up there for me I also enjoyed this in the same spirit as Die Hard I think uh, for the style of track mm. yeah I like the, the uh it like sample kind of drums that often are very fizzy, like an old record kind of like mm-hmm. um often at times like the fizz would be drawn out 
like on a symbol hit and it it sounded very satisfying to me anyway i really like that but yeah anyway moving on uh rich interludes um could really do without this i've never really gelled with kodak black's music at all um um and then we is it kodak black's speaking in this i thought it was unless i've got that wrong um i hope it is because that's the impression i had yes uh let me just make sure it is yeah it is. okay that's fine um yeah and i just yeah i didn't really care for this interlude at all don't know about you guys yeah um, no not me okay um moving on to rich spirit um i like the hook in this uh this one incorporates some of that same flow from the baby him record i don't know whether you you also picked up on this, Hal. Um, because he starts saying brother like mm-hmm. he does in one of the other yeah. songs. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoyed this. I like this one. I think this is another one similar to Die Hard, where he's kind of going for like the mainstream kind of vibes. The uh, the ooze that come up, Ooh. yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> good. Uh, that was the good shit. I enjoyed that <laughs> very much. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I this one. Okay, thank you. I'm telling you, there's a big, there's a big delay. Sorry, <laughs> you've just finished speaking, big, and big I start speaking straight away, and then you tell me to speak. Okay, fair enough. Well, then we go on to "We Cry Together," which mental. Is one of the first ones where I feel grossly unqualified to talk about. Um, however, this is incredible, in my humble opinion. Um. First up, I'd like to say Taylor Page really holds her own Who, for someone mm-hmm. who's not really a musician. She is an mm-hmm. actress, I believe. Yes. Um, and the way her she has her voice go, her, she takes her voice to places which just seem like so genuine and so authentic. And the fact that she's still kind of like doing that semi-melodically is just something that I'm like, in awe of, in my, in my humble opinion. Stop saying ha- that. In my you humble said opinion, too much. I, I'm sorry. It's no longer humble. My, my opinion no, is no longer humble. Trick, um, I wasn't even doing it in, for, but whatever. Um, I just think it's incredible. Uh, I like the Florence and the Machine sample at the start. That that worked well. Um, and the when Kendrick says, "I'm not going to do it in." The way he says it, but when he says "ha," now you're mad at me after hiding her keys. That makes me laugh every time. Just the way he says it, really, really, I find that funny. Uh, um, overall, it's this is probably one of my faves, which seems strange. yeah, it's yeah, it's a weird one to have as a favorite because it's it's not really like a although there is musical elements to it. It's not yeah. really like a song, is it? It's more no. like you're listening to a conversation that you don't want to be listening to. Um, yeah. It's it's crazy. I got Eminem vibes from this, um, like yeah. Marshall Mathers LP kind of. It, like I felt like some really, I mean, something awful is happening. It's an abusive relationship, quite clearly. Um, but I felt like something awful was going to happen the whole time. I was kind of like on edge listening to it. Um, but yeah, incredible performance by Taylor Page. Um, the, her voice cracks like it, it is genuine. There's no other way that like. Well, yeah. You could get that by faking it. Like it's, it, you know, she's really giving it her all, and it's still melodic and everything. And it's, it, yeah, it's great. Um, and 
yeah, I know what you mean. Like Ken, even though the subject matter is obviously not funny, um, I think Kendrick's performance is kind of comedic in a sense, um, yeah. and yeah, it it makes it seem less horrific. I think, um, whether intentional or not, I don't know. But um, yeah, it's one of the best ones on the album, definitely. For sure. I thought um, the, the music was really good. So. Um, the instrumental the background was really good. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? A bit of a fly on the wall. It's cool to kind of see that old style kind of skit kind of song back. Yeah. From, you know, like Marshmallows LP 2000 and stuff like that. Um, always some of them kind of more. Um, again, I've forgotten the word I was going to use, but I'm going to say alleviating. Luscious? No, it wasn't. It's like an alleviating <laughs> moment, just kind of like. Letting it just sit for a second while you listen to this thing that's quite heavy, but also just takes you out the music for a minute. If that makes sense, that's mm, what I like to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I get that. Um, that was actually quite a good word, Liam. I've said that a few times, but I, I meant it that time. I can't remember the real word. <laughs> um, is, but... That'll work, mate. Just say that was the word. Um, last one off disc one is Purple Hearts. Didn't really care about this one too much if I'm honest um, yeah I've not really got a lot to say on this to be honest don't really care yeah. about this one I think we're getting to maybe by the next one we're getting to a few where I don't really have much to say individually but I thought this was alright it was it was, it was, was, yeah that's it it was alright yeah I didn't really have maybe I wasn't really but yeah about here is where I kind of log off Okay, um, this too, we're going to count me out. Um, again, it starts off with the, the vocals that it starts off with uh, on United Grief. Um, I like this one. A um, bit more of the trappy sort of instrumental in the background with the hi-hats occasionally they come in. Um, yeah, I mean, it's all right. It's an all right song. This was, uh, I think, this is probably one of my favourites on disc two uh i really like the backing vocals they work really well uh the intro that coming back from united grief that is that's great and i thought this was a highlight of kendrick as well in this kind of in this style Hmm. this was one of his better performances in 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 this like more traditional just full-on rap track um yeah i think this is yeah, like I said, I kind of looked off at this point when I was listening to it, but this is... I'm not a fan of the trap songs. I think it kind of... It, it, it wears me out a little bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on, Crown. I really like this. It's mm-hmm. weird, but I yeah. like it. The, oh, this is my least favourite. Oh, wow, okay. The The music has so much like tension in the notes or the piano that's being played. Um, it's quite heavy musically um because of that and it's uh lyrically it's good as well uh we're not gonna we don't delve too much into the lyrical content or what he's trying to say because most of it we can't really um speak on um because we don't really have that kind of experience in our lives but um this one's mainly about not uh being able to sort of please everyone and sort of moving away from that um and uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. 
Yeah, I don't know why I didn't. Go on, Liz. Sorry. I've I've got your joke. Um, yeah, no, I I enjoyed this one as well. Um, in similar sense to you, uh, I thought the, the kind of the main kind of the chorus. Um, so I can't please everybody. The weird reminded me of um, um, and also there's a uh, sorry, oh, no, so I'm, I'm speaking as I'm thinking. There's also like a, a higher vocal. I don't know if it's a female or just like picked up vocal. It reminds me of a mix between um. He got the yams from King Kunta and If These Walls Could Talk. Mm. For some reason, it's the same kind of melody as both of those points at the same time. Yeah. So I thought it was kind of weird. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I don't really know why I didn't click with this. Maybe I'll, well, I'll definitely go back and listen to this record more, but maybe it's one that will come in the future. But I just didn't, I don't know, didn't hit me in the right place. Oh dear. Uh, moving on, <laughs> Silent Hill, which features Kodak Black again. Um, didn't really care for this one, um, no. to be honest with you. I thought his vocals, Kendrick's vocals, were annoying as well in this. Um, so, yeah, I've not got anything to say because I just listened to it once, then skipped over it on a re-listen. Yeah, same. Don't have anything to say. Yeah, just an uh, irritating song to me. I really don't like Kodak Black's voice. Yeah. Um, then we have Saviour Interlude, which I believe features Baby Keem on it. You yeah. believe correctly. Okay, good. Um, don't really care for interludes, to be honest with you. Yeah. It, I, I mean, I, they'd have to be like very good for me to care. Yeah, 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 kind of is. I, I, yeah. I, I, this was one of the better interludes I've heard, uh, which I don't really know why, but... I thought there was really nice strings coming in and out. That was that was enjoyable, and like Savior, the the full track which we'll talk about next. I just think Baby Keem kind of just does a good job. I really like Baby Keem's. I'll talk about Savior as well while we're while we're here. The chorus on the actual full song Savior was really enjoyable for me, and uh, I was quite impressed by Baby Keem because I thought it would be kind of a bit like a, you know. Family ties and all that, <laughs> so I thought it'd be like a, um, I don't know what the word, like a token feature. But I think he he holds his own quite well. I know he's like a fully fledged rapper, but you know, it didn't seem like he was there for the sake of him being there, which is a good thing. Um, are we talking about the actual Savior song though? Sorry. Well, I just kind of they're in the same world, aren't they? So just yeah, I agree. He held his own. Um. The instrumental kind of reminded me of of Lust because of how like the reverse sort of drums that were going on throughout. Um, yeah, it was alright. It's a bit bit more because of the rhythm of it, a bit more poppy, a bit more sort of um, easy to sort of latch onto, I suppose. But it wasn't actually one that I really cared for, to be honest. Fair enough. That much. Yeah, I, yeah. This was kind of this one made me realise that this song, unlike quite a few others, it's got it doesn't feel very modern it feels like it's like four or five years ago does that make sense like 2018 so there's like a few songs around that time that i kind of think i want to think of this it just doesn't feel very 2022 i don't know if that's just because i don't know this has been worked on for a while or something but i don't know it just feels a bit outdated i, don't, I can't really pinpoint mm. exactly what that is just something about the sound and the melodies and stuff but um Moving on, I'm going to say it the English way to 
Auntie's Diaries. Um, this what? is What's one of the main word? ones that we can't really. What? What's the not English word? Auntie. <laughs> okay. Right. I'm so uh, confused there. I was like, what is this? Is that, Spanish yeah. word? <laughs> what would the French way be, Liam? Uh, Thailand. Oh, I was expecting you to just say auntie in a French no, accent, no. to be honest. I've got an A in French. Auntie! Um, <laughs> is what I was expecting, but you didn't give me that, so move along, Sorry. move along. Um, this one of the ones that, yeah, we're, we're not very um, well, well equipped to talk about. Is what I was looking for. Thank mm-hmm. you, Cal. Um, however, I think this was a fantastic song. Um, obviously, he's betraying a sort of character back, like of his past at times. Um, so I think it makes it easier as a listener to sort of get around the sort of things that he's saying because it, it does. It, it's more of like a story that's sort of being told and. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say like in a film, for example, it is sort of giving you a, a story of things that have happened and it gets your attention in the right way. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's not for everyone um, because of the slurs that are thrown about. But um, I think overall, the whole story is, is great, the way he tells it. And then the linking it back into his own sort of... Um, thing with getting the girl to perform with him live and her just saying the n-word um it, like that whole the whole story of this is fantastic the way he tells it this is one of the first ones yeah. where i was like uh, wow um this is fantastic uh, this is the like the kind of heavy stuff that kendrick is good at doing i think the point that he's actually like what he's saying as you say he's playing throwing slurs around, his dead name and his one of his family members, um, who is transgender, um, and refer, using probably the wrong pronouns for half the song and the right pronouns for the other half. It just feels very honest and kind of like exactly his experience of the of that of that journey and his cousin as well, sorry, that also talked about. Uh, and the fact that he condemns that at the end of the song and throughout um, I think it's clear what the intent is behind the song. Um, mm. Again, we're not well equipped to discuss whether he should use certain words, he should do certain things, but I think that um, as a story, it's very well written. And I think um, it's very interesting as well from a kind of a rapper. It's not really something you see this side of the argument, quote-unquote. Um, mm. Maybe that's completely the wrong word, but I hope you know what I mean by that. Um, from yeah. a rap artist, it's usually derogatory, I suppose, from the other side, from my own experience, anyway. Uh, or from maybe that's an old way of thinking of it, but um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, do you know what, boys? I've got nothing more to add to that. You both were very profound, and he doesn't want to tread water with this one. Uh, yeah, that's part of the reason, but yeah. you both um... know, but genuinely, you both, I've got you both spoke very well there, so I've got we were speaking about this today, be of any use. Yeah, yeah me, and, me and Liam were talk, talking about this the other day when we were around. He's having a lovely uh, barbie with his new barbecue he's bought. You, oh, yeah. lovely. It, yeah. Have you used it every day of the week so far, mate? Y- yes, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, and last <laughs> night, yeah. yeah. I, I cooked it in the rain <laughs> yeah, on the barbecue yeah. last night. I made steak, it was really good. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Well, if maybe if you invite me one day, I'll bring around some rattlers and we'll have a nice a nice evening. Where do you get rattlers from? No idea, but there was some Kolsch rattlers on Amazon, which I will buy next time the, we have um, a, a lad's day. The Foster's rattlers, which are probably the only ones you can get readily available, are all right. I will say that. Where are they? I've not seen them in years. Well, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to say I've also not seen them in years, but I, so when I say readily available, I'm talking 2014 readily available. Um, <laughs> But maybe I reckon they're probably your best chance if you were to find any rattler. But yeah, it's insane that there's no the little do some and I'm making that up. I looked at I looked at Aldi the other day and they told maybe little do. But... I think little because they have a lot of like the kind of German beers like random names and fake. Ones. I know. I'll, I'll, I'll have a look. I think they have some. Oh, there possibly. Well, next time, Yanni, you've got a little near near you. Not to disclose where you live. Um, <laughs> Um please look next time you're there if you ever go. I um there was one time I went in and they had like a, I don't I don't know the it was like a weird band I've never seen before, but it was just basically like a it's its own brand rattler. It wasn't that um Lidl's own brand, but it's like I've never heard the brand before. Wow. And I got them and they were uh, fantastic. Never been there since. They they've never been there since, not me. <laughs> out, oh. of, uh, out of hatred. Um oh, but yeah. Um so I'm very disappointed. Little uh, you know, do better. Um back to the review. Mr. Morale is um the next track we're covering. Uh instrumental for this reminded me a lot of like the Black Panther soundtrack. Yes. Uh um I thought that about a song coming as well, but uh, definitely these tracks that came back, yeah. Um it's a a good track, in my opinion. Again, the message is is good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've not got much to say on this one, unfortunately. Sorry. Uh, this was one of my favourite ones from this side as well. The arpeggiated synth. Um, <laughs> the arpe- arpeggiated synth in the background made it sound a bit like the Stranger Things theme, uh, but just sped up. Uh, but yes, this was good. Yeah, sorry, I don't really have enough to say about these last few here. I don't really remember. Yes, Apart from the next one, I guess I do remember. Okay. Um, so next that. one that he's speaking about is Mother I Sober, which features Beckham's of Callum. Portishead. Correct. Thank Ten you. points to Gryffindor. Um, <laughs> Um, this is another one of those songs where, as soon as it finished, I thought I'd witnessed something utterly incredible. Um, this was fantastic. Um, his performance on this is great. The way he starts off sort of like muttering, and then it builds up into it, and then it's got the different um, parts. Some of it's said by his partner wife is he married to her i don't know um and then there's a bit by his child as well towards the end um he really comes out with a lot of uh things that i wouldn't have expected him to come out with in this track to be honest with you it's very open and honest um and it's great i've got nothing more to say other than it's fantastic completely agree this was yeah just one of the like out of this world level moments on this album that really kind of makes some of the 
the lesser parts worse, but also worth it to get mm. to this point in the record. I think that's a very good point though, but it makes some of the other songs like in Kodak Black song. Just like well, I feel like this album could have been a lot shorter Intense. and should have been more Doesn't like need to be a double album. Songs. No. No. But, you know, the heart part I understand why the heart part five isn't on here. Um but like this is obviously a bit more in that kind of same vein, I think personally. And I'd have loved to see an album a bit more like that. Um mm. But yeah, and I think Beth Gibbons' like ethereal vocals are unbelievable. Um, yeah, really. Again, art. Art. Brilliant. And that takes us to the last track on the record, Mirror. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this was the one where I got the Black Panther vibes. Um, mm. It was a good ender to the album, but I don't. it didn't really blow me away, especially after the last track. I was kind of brought back down to earth so to speak a little bit yeah yeah um i i like this one but again i feel like he should have just ended it with mother i sober that would have been quite the statement to finish Mm -hmm. an album on um yeah i agree yeah i like the uh uh, instrumental side of this song um and yeah there is a black panther kind of vibe to this one as well um and yeah, it's it's the right track. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just um doesn't seem like it's in the right place. <laughs> yeah. Agreed, agreed, agreed. And all points. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Mirrors. I think that rounds it off quite nicely, don't you think? I not the not the album, the review. So. Um Shall we shall we go into rating it? Do we have any we... final thoughts? Um it's the last thing he's going to release under Top Dog Entertainment, and then he's going to be working on his company, PG Lang. I'm excited to see what he'll do. Mm. Um, hopefully that will mean another album, another something from him. Uh, yeah. Obviously, he doesn't have to do anything, but uh, <laughs> I hope he does release more stuff. Yeah, um, yeah the, like we said, I think overall the album could be more condensed. Obviously, there is an overall... Uh, auction story to everything um there's a duality in it um obviously with the split discs um but yeah there's just some very low points that unfortunately seem lower because of the very high points mm-hmm. um on the album so yeah uh perfect time to rate it callum um i'm gonna give this what seems like a harsh seven um because there's just too much mid stuff which is a shame if it was just if it was condensed as you say this could be probably a nine but it's not so it's a seven um for some reasons i'm gonna give it an even harsher and it does this feel harsh six for me um i've just 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 a lot in here that i'm just not interested in personally um Mm. and again the lows make the high the highs make the lows seem lower there aren't enough highs for sure, over 18 songs. Um, and yeah, there's just not enough to keep me engaged, really. I, I can't see myself really this is a Which I find with yeah. Kendrick albums. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, yeah. okay. Not, as, not to I, this I was degree. I with your points. Not as the, to this <laughs> degree, but I tend to not enjoy a full album. As an, as an album. Sorry. Okay. Honestly. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I am also like Cal. Going to give this a seven. Um, I think it probably has some of the highest highs of his career in this. Um, but again, there are unfortunately too many, too many lows. Um, for me to even consider rating it higher than that. Um, it is one that I think I will also struggle to come back to. Um, but then, like I say, I've I thought that about Pimp a Butterfly when I first heard it. I honestly thought, oh, I'm never going to listen to any of these songs again. And I do listen to most of those songs, to be honest. Um, I think the only Hendrick Lamar album that I, I think I listened to like full and thought, yeah, I really like nearly all of this was Good Kid. And that is still my favorite personally. Um, artistically, it's not his most coherent, obviously to Pimper Butterfly is, but um, Good Kid is my personal favorite. Um, and yeah, this, yeah, it's a bit of a bit of an odd one. I thought maybe he'd, when I first heard it, I thought maybe this was going to be like a uh, like a Frank Ocean kind of thing where he's just released an album to get out of his contract and then he's going to release something else like immediately after that's like considerably better. Um, but I don't feel like that is going to be the case because he doesn't tend to rush these things. Um, but over listens it's not as bad as I originally thought it um it was, um, but just not that strong. So, the mode of those scores is seven. The median seven. The mean six point eight. Recurring or six point three. Six point eight. Six point no, not eight. Six point right. six. Recurring. Okay. And so the range. The range is one. <laughs> one little range. Uh, one little point for the range, boys. Um, yeah, that's been our chunky albums spotlight. Rings off. Um, whatever. Um, <laughs> we're going to close down this uh, this section now. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, follow us at places. Instagram, Facebook at Falls on the Hill Podcast, Twitter Falls on the Hill Pod. If you're watching the video on YouTube, just go to the description. There's a link tree uh, which has everything on it, including Liam's infamous dick pic Instagram. Um, yeah, you baby. don't want to miss out. He's been very active on that recently. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's hitting close to being banned, to be honest. Uh, very risque shots of Godschlong on that. Um, very artistic and. Uh... Bold. Bold. Um, yes. And, of course, if you're watching the video, like I already said at the start of it, but if you're still here, like, subscribe, ding a bell. Um, good night. Good morning. Uh, good Heart afternoon. Um, nah. Hello, goodbye. Nah. Um, and, yeah, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Going. I'm just gonna keep everything going for now for a bit. Yeah, just keep everything going, man.
Danny, which side of me are you on? There we go. You're on this side. Give me a high five. No, um, no, you're the other boy. No, I'm not. Am I not in the middle? Because I, because I, oh, oh yeah. So you, no, you're we're right, we're right, we're right, right. No, no, because uh, Callum's in the middle. I was side. It's okay. Yeah, three, two, one. No, yeah, I think you're the wrong. You, you used to the other way. No, I'm not. You are. No, because you, yeah, you do. Because you're not. flipped on your video, so your video is going to be the way around. No, I'll, well, on my recording that I'm doing separately, I'm not the wrong way. I know because I'm not the wrong way. Right, you're fine. <laughs> well, I I'll hope you're still recording now. your outro there, Liam, because that's, that's, that's the outro. <laughs> so, you're recording. If it doesn't flip, you should flip it. Is the way it should be on the video. No, it is for you. It's not for us. That's how this has that's how video calls work. So whereas you can see yourself on Riverside, what size is your guitar on? No no I you need to clear this up. You're not listening though. You're just arguing about knowing. That's annoying. Oh, shit. I'm still recording this as well. I'll put this in. Fuck you, motherfuckers.